Warning, the following content may contain elements that are not suitable for some audiences. Viewer discretion is advised. Hello, kitties. This is y'all's Dooley, John Kassir, the voice of the Crypt Keeper. And you're listening to Slasher Radio. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Slasher Radio. We are back. We had a good one for you this week. It's your boy Mikey Bones along with <laughs> Dismay. Hi. How are you, Dismay? How you doing? Uh, I'm good. Great. Great. Wonderful. Yeah, yeah. Wonderful for all my wrestling <laughs> fans out there. Wonderful. <sighs> we got a lot to talk about this week. Yes, a lot. A lot. A lot, a lot of like uh, relevant things to talk about here for this um, interview. A lot, yeah, a lot of upcoming stuff. Um, a lot of other stuff that we got to get into. Hold on, let me. God damn it! I thought I had the what you call it. <laughs> the shoutouts. So, Did you forget the shoutouts again? Yeah. Uh you gotta keep this part in there then. No, I don't. People have to know. Okay. We have to get to the shoutouts, skis. Is that what you call them? That's not it's, what I call um, them. Okay. Oh, well, whoa, it's, whoa! It's you're not doing it. You're not doing it. Horror.com. No. Promotehorror.com. dot com. No. Horrors and movies stuff. <laughs> Ah, that's what you get. No, 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 no. You had your chance. You had your chance. And, and what you can happened? listen to Slasher Radio on both Promote Horror and Horror.com. That's not what you said. Yeah, I did. You just no, wasn't you listening. No, you didn't. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I did. No. Yeah, I did. How you really do it is. <clears throat> Everybody, you, you forgot the shout outs, by the way. I did so not. You had to, you had to open not. up the file and find them again. I did not. Yeah, he did. I did not. Yeah, he did. What you can do is go to 12nightsofhorror.com, promotehorror.com, and 12, and, oh my god, <laughs> you jinxed me, you son of a bitch, I've never messed up on them before, and you jinxed me, oh, horrormoviesandstuff.com, you can also listen to Slasher Radio on 12nightsofhorror.com, and promote on promotehorror.com, and you can also listen to us on iTunes and Google Play, we are and now Stitcher. up on... And Stitcher, we are now up on Google Play. Uh, they said we're up on it. I can't find the fucking thing. So if you can, <laughs> <laughs> more power to you. I can't find us on there, but according to them, we're up. Yeah. According to them, uh, so go find it. Oh, and f- our go website. Find it. You can listen oh. directly on the website. Don't forget about slasherradio.com. Please don't. Please don't. Go on there and listen to all our episodes. Check out all our articles that are written beautifully by Dismay. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, yeah. Ah, all right. Uh, so we'll announce the elephant in the room here. Um, I'll yeah. let you um, take the reins on this. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, one second. I need something first. <laughs> okay. Uh, 
Someone is missing, and it's Corner Pocket. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It is Corner Pocket. Corner Pocket's not here. <laughs> and Corner Pocket is no longer on Slasher Radio. So, you know, he's doing other stuff. He's got school coming up. Um, you know, he's doing his thing, keeping busy. So, yeah, yeah, we wish the best to Corner Pocket. I'll probably be hitting him in the balls next time I see him. So, you know, that, that's that's always something to look forward to. Whenever I see Corner Pocket, I sit and think, am I going to hit him in the balls today? I think you just want to touch him in general. Oh, whoa, so, yeah. hey, 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 hey. No, no, I don't. <laughs> no, I don't. Easy now. <laughs> Hold on. Hey, get your finger out of there! Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Easy. <laughs> but, yeah, so, uh... It's me and Dismay, rocking the Slasher Radio Boatski. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Which, like, we could, I mean, you can't ask for a better show because we disagree on everything. We really so, do, don't we? We really do. <clears throat> so you're going to get two different points of view every episode. Mostly. We had a few that we agreed on. Mm-mm. Joyride. Mostly not, though. No, The Conjuring, not The Conjuring, God damn it, Sinister. Sinister, yes. I kind of, sort of. I changed your mind on that one. You kind of did, but I mean, I, I still have that little did. special place for it. You know, I still have respect for but it, even though it's slow. I, I got you to agree. It ain't shit other than the tapes. <laughs> anyway, I, I, hey, mean, getting... I, I before what? you even did that though, I did mention that that was my favorite part of the movie. Anyway, so yeah. But I got you to admit Naturally. it ain't shit. You know what else but ain't the tapes. shit? You. What? You ain't Whoa! Shit. You just talk Whoa. shit. Whoa! <laughs> just gonna throw that out there. Easy now. That That's... <laughs> I mean, you, you opened that right up for me, so I just ran with it. Damn. <laughs> we're gonna... We're gonna... We're gonna leave this topic. <laughs> a little too... A little too feisty. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Anyway. <laughs> um, we are not, we're not slowing down. I don't mean we're slowing down. We got some fucking pastrami for you this week. <laughs> Unfriended Dark Web. Yep. We got Which the cast still for in you. theaters. Yeah, still in theaters. You can still go see that shit. Slash Radio's on top of it. Come on now. <laughs> Come on now. Slash Radio's <laughs> on top of it. We had Andrew Lees, who played Damon, the tech wizard, in the new film. Stephanie Noregas. She joined us, um, Amaya, in the new film. Uh, we also got joined. We were supposed to have all three at once. There was a little bit of a you know, scheduling problem. So we have uh, Andrew and Stephanie. We interviewed them both together, um, as well as uh, Severa Windiani. Mm-hmm. She joined us. DJ Lex. She had the sickest set of the whole, the whole movie, man. I stand by it. Stand by it. I looked at that. I said, oh, shit. She's getting down. <laughs> but yeah, so we got uh we got three of the unfriended cast here for you and talk about this new film. Uh, a lot of shit's been going on with this thing, man. Alternate endings and different theaters. Dismay, what do you think? They made a big change in this fucking movie. The big direction change in this. I like the fact that they use two different endings because it sparks a conversation for those that have seen it, because 
you know, they kind of confused about how it ends. One person talks about, you know, how it ends this way. And the other one's like, oh, that's not what I saw. I saw it this way. So you, and then you get people talking about it and, and that's, you know, marketing in itself when people start to talk about it. So um, I think they went a great route. It's when you look up this movie, because obviously, you know, we're talking to these guys, we're going to do a little bit of research. Um, it That's half of what you see is people either um, explaining the ending or, you know, just which one's better. Just it's there's a lot of videos out there of people discussing the ending and articles of people talking about the ending and shit. Those might not, those articles might not be there at all if they didn't do that. Some of them, I mean, mm-hmm. so, you know, they, they put a lot of bajoot into this one, you know? <laughs> yeah, Mario they did. Bajol. Yeah. And it was very mm-hmm. different from the first one with the uh, plot twist. Mm-hmm. So, um, they do, well, they kind of, we kind of get into that, into the interview. So that was interesting. Um, to hear the actors take on the twists and the um, alternate endings. It's a twist. Yep. It's a twist. Yeah, man, and no more paranormal. I don't like a lot of shit paranormal, man. You're lying. I'm not lying. I, I like it. Don't get me wrong. I like it. But I don't like everything that does. There's certain movies mm. that can should do it. And, you know, like, yeah, they, I think the first Unfriended film made it work. You know, the yeah. girl killed herself. Like, it's a strong, you know, they say entities come from distress. And it don't get much more distressed than everything that girl went through. Well, and so. it wasn't just paranormal-based. You know, it was like um, they had a whole backstory to it that kind of set it up. So, yeah, um, I think that's why it works. They, instead of just going full force into the paranormal, they had the story set up in a different way where it wasn't um, cookie-cutter and boring in that sense. That's why I liked it, man. That's why I liked it. And um, you you were a fan of... Were you a fan of the first one? Yes? No? I forget. No, I wasn't like oh. a super fan. And I think it was that paranormal aspect to it that kind of ruined it for me. But um, I do think it's a an original idea. And, and that's what I had mentioned earlier about it being relevant to the time. Because it's so realistic in the sense that it could happen to anybody. Especially, I mean, you see news stories all the time about people's cameras getting hacked and, and things of that nature. So it brings a true reality uh, horror to the, you know, to the viewer themselves. Well, yeah, that's right. You said you didn't like the first one. So you weren't that excited about the second one. And I actually was talking to you when you seen the trailer for the new one. Mm-hmm. And you, you, I get to, you were like, oh, shit. Like, you were shocked by how good the trailer alone looked. Well, if you think back, you know, um, especially sequels usually mm-hmm, mimic yeah. the first film. So I was going based on the first film because you wouldn't expect it to do a complete turnaround for the plot twist in this. You would think that it would go along the same route. So I just didn't have the excitement there for that. But once I saw the trailer and the different route they were taking, more of a um, villain, an actual villain type of um character to the role instead of paranormal it totally changed my mind because that's the kind of movie that i look for yeah yeah i agree man i agree it's and see this is what i was talking about with sinister man i mean we just did that a few weeks back fucking unfriended like it or not no matter how anyone feels about it they had the balls to switch it up 
And it is rare you see a sequel do that, especially when, you know, that was pretty much the whole thing around it, you know? Right. So they had the balls to switch it up, and I think if Sinister would have switched it up, that could have, the number two, the Sinister 2 I'm talking about, that could have been a badass movie. Right. Yeah, Sinister is the same issue that I have with it, because, of course, we talked about that, but the ending turning into this weird paranormal thing with the kids and this and that, so, you know. But I think Unfriended did it well for their first film, so they they pulled it off nice. It's just, that's not the kind of movie that I'm usually into. I'm more of a reality type of person that, you know, things that can really happen to you um, is what scares me. And this movie hit home because it can happen, and we all do have all this technology around us that we use like that, and so that's why... There's that connection there, and it makes it that much more scary. Mm. I likes it. I likes what I hear, man. <laughs> I likes what I hear. I was, uh, you, you know, I, me and you, we all went back and forth about the unfriended, the first movie, mm-hmm. and I, I dug my feet in the sand pretty good for <laughs> it. Did I not? Yeah, you did. I like that movie, man. Mm-hmm. Something about it is so. I, I've said it before on the show. I don't know how many times. If you're going to try something different, I'm down to watch it for a minute. I'll give you that chance. If you could pull it off, I'm impressed. You know, we get so much of the same shit. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like, I, I thought the first movie was so different. We haven't seen anything like it, really. And, you know, they were the bigger... I know there was a couple before that. But, um, you know, they were the first one to really get attention from it. And, you know, good, good for them, man. Good for them. Nice twist in this one. I like the reality-based shit in it. And uh, and, the, and not for anything, the cast did a phenomenal job. Right. That's yeah. hard acting. That's different than anything you've done before. And they go into how they prepared for it and, you know, where where it was filmed and things like that that we don't really know the background of. So that really changes the film in itself because with them being on personal cameras, you don't really know how that stuff works. So it was really cool to... um you know, get into that um, I learned a section lot, of the, yeah, yeah. I learned a lot. I mean, a lot of, you're going to hear a lot of oh shits in this one and they're genuine because, you know, it's it's just such a different movie up and down. That's why I can't, I can't not like it. <laughs> I can't not like yeah, it. Yeah. I think they went a good route with this and to change it up to where it's something that you're not expecting. Cause like I said, with the first one, you're going to expect it being something paranormal. So they really did a good job by changing that whole idea behind it and made it more scary. Mm-hmm. All right, so we're going to give it to them. Yeah. All right, uh, we got some more stuff. We're going to announce some shit we got coming up um, on the end at the end of this one. I almost said something else. I know. At the end of this one. <laughs> Go ahead and say it. Please say I'm not it. Gonna say You'll it. make no. my night if you say it. I'm not going to say it. Oh, but, so, oh, no, no, hold on, before it, like, okay, you have to do the, um, the flutter again, because I told you you have uh, to do it, though. You have dude, to do it. Okay, ready? Okay, ready? Something, okay, but Bobby. there's something about this flutter. <laughs> what? They might, no, no, I'm not going to say, you got it. You got hold on, hold on. Okay, uh, Bobby's not here, of course, I forgot to do this earlier, but I have to have it in the episode, like, you said you do it, so this is something you do, so. Bobby's not here, he has flown the nest. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Like, you go from shitting on it every week to being annoying about no, it. No, but I got used to it, and now I look forward to it. So you got me now. So now we what have to do it, it every like episode. Yes, yeah, I gotta hear it now. It's not complete without that. So, okay, I feel better now. Now we can give them the episode. Jesus Christ. Enjoy, guys. We'll, we'll, we'll talk to you at the other end. Um, I'm a little nervous because the last time I seen you guys on a Skype screen, it it didn't end up very well. So I'm hoping <laughs> there's no reenactments tonight. But we do have uh, some of the stars from the new, still very new film, Unfriended Dark Web. Uh, Andrew Lee's and Stephanie Nogueras. Did I say that correctly? Yes. Ah, there we go. Um, okay, so yeah, we did. How, how is everybody? We also have Ashley. Um, Ashley's going to be helping us today also. Ashley, change. How is everybody today? Yeah, very good. Very good. Enjoying lovely great. sunny winter day in in, uh, in Melbourne at the moment. Great, great. Stephanie, Ashley, how are you guys? Yeah, doing good here. Same as, same as myself. It's nice to see it. Stephanie said, it's nice to see Ashley again because we haven't seen each other in a while. <laughs> ah, okay, okay. So we gave you guys an excuse. That's great. That's great. Exactly. Yes. Um, so the first Unfriended film um, I was a huge fan of. Um, I didn't know if you guys had any. Were you fans of the original film? And uh, I hadn't seen it until until we started working on this project. Really? Um, and then we, we, we yeah, we, we got invited into Blumhouse to watch it. Um, you know, so, um, yeah, it was, uh, like, yeah, I, I hadn't even, I actually hadn't even heard of it, but the, um, it was, yeah, I thought it was incredibly compelling, the format, and it gave us such a good insight as into what our film was going to look like. So it was really helpful in that regard. To be honest with you guys, I personally do not like scary movies myself, so I have not seen the first one yet, to be honest with you, but I'm assuming that it, there was... I didn't get that opportunity to watch it in a different room, but I did see a little clip of the movie on YouTube, and I did get the idea of what the film was about. So, and I, how everything was working and everything was, it looked really incredible, actually, but very scary. But I just honestly can't watch scary movies. But it did help me give a perspective and an idea of what, um, of why people would really enjoy the first one and the second one. So, it was just interesting, yeah. But for me, I just honestly can't, I personally can't watch scary movies. Yeah. <laughs> it's weird how many, I mean, April, we've had a, a lot of people, obviously, in horror films, and so many of them don't like horror movies. It's amazing. Right. Yeah. I, I would say most of the time they don't yeah. like it yeah. versus yeah. liking it. Yeah, yeah it's, well, yeah, I, I tend to, like, unless I know someone who's in it, or if they're, like, you know, if, if there's an actor I really love that's doing a horror film, yeah, I, I don't tend to gravitate towards them either. Like, I, I you know, was excited to watch, like, A, Cl a Quiet Place, and uh, I still haven't watched it. Is it Hereditary or whatever with um, mm -hmm. uh, Tony Collette? Have you, yeah, have you guys seen that? I haven't yet. 
haven't yeah, seen but that. Yeah, but that one, that's another horror film I'm excited to see because I love her work. But yeah, it's it's... It's it, that's interesting that a lot of the actors that you're um, dealing with often have the same sort of thing. Like, yeah, don't necessarily watch watch horrors ourselves. Interesting about auditioning for the film is that it didn't say what the name of the film was. It just says untitled when I first auditioned for it. So it was mm. definitely a blind audition for the role. So I didn't have any clue if it was going to be scary or thrilling or, or funny. And so I just, when I did find out it was thrilling, I was kind of like, all right, I already have the role. I'm kind of trapped. <laughs> <laughs> Stephanie, uh, you know, I obviously not being an actor or actress myself, I wouldn't know the the whole rundown on how that works. But what did they show you? Did they show you anything um, what you, for what you were auditioning for, or like how did that go? Oh, they just they just gave us some lines. Wow! But th- there was no name. There's people in the room. They just gave us lines. That was really it. Um, with uh, did they do the same with you, Stephanie? Like they they set up literally a skype um like we did the auditions over skype as well except in in separate rooms in uh their offices so for reading chemistry we did a skype interview yes but not the not the original audition no not the original audition yeah wow and that that brings me to my question i was wondering how you all prepared for the roles like did you spend time together in person at all or was this just via you know into the internet and skype yeah, we pretty much had like a week uh, together beforehand. Like the whole process was crazy fast. So we had a week beforehand where we played a lot of Settlers of Catan uh, and we um, also um, just like basically did like dramaturgy on the on the script, like worked out different plot points that made sense to us or didn't and and so there was a lot like it's pretty much a week of rewriting and trying to get into the head of the characters but also just uh hanging out together to create that rapport was because the, the biggest thing because he knew Stephen knew that a lot of improvisation was going to happen uh and you know once once casting's kind of done you've got um the right so like you mean you've got the characters kind of already there so it was how we all interacted with each other it was really quite a natural thing. Once, if you've cast people that fit the roles well, um, and so it was just a lot. A lot of it was like hanging out, playing board games, and just working on the script. But that, that was the the whole sort of re- rehearsal process. It wasn't actually that much going through the lines of the of the um, script. It was more um, just us interacting with each other and discussing it, and discussing the characters and and um, how their friendships might fit together. I mean, I'm, I'd imagine, Stephanie, you you were there. You were probably the, the same the same take on that as well. Because I, I had a question also. I mean, we... Yeah, about the same opinion, yeah? We, yeah. we did an escape room together, too. That was a really nice bonding. Oh, yeah, yeah we did. Really? Awesome. What'd you guys do? Too many leaders, though, in the, in the one group. I'm <laughs> guessing you didn't make it. We, we were 15 seconds away, they reckon. We'd entered the password into the computer, and they're like, if you'd had 15 more seconds, you would have been done. Yeah. Wow. Whose fault was it, guys? <laughs> <laughs> let's, blame, let's, blame, let's blame the director. <laughs> no, it was it. My interpreter was so scared that she couldn't, inf- that she couldn't focus on the interpreting, so that might have been it. Wow. <laughs> there was some... Oh, someone had to reach into a toilet. Like, there was a girl chained in the bathroom... Someone had to reach into a toilet, which was like full of oh, God. stuff, like just horrible stuff, which was probably just porridge. 
but it looked oh. awfully. <laughs> and you had to reach in and find a key in there and the whole thing. But it was I think I think our problem was uh too many people overthinking it because we're like mm. there's quite a few uh you know heady people in the group. So that there was a like a lot of like overcomplication when things were like, oh, that was actually a lot simpler than than we thought it needed to be. Taking clues and reading like far too yeah. in depth into them. Yeah. yeah. It was really fun though. Wow. Yeah, it was definitely hilarious. Yep. Yeah, I, I'm based out of New York, and there's a lot of those in the city, and I never got to do one. So whenever I hear about them, I'm like, ah, oh, how'd that go? Yeah, they're awesome fun. Like, and it's an interesting thing. It's a really quick way to see, like, who naturally goes into like leadership roles, or who naturally um, is more willing just to follow, or like, um, and it's interesting seeing which because like, they'll they'll have like multiple different kinds of puzzles and things involved and seeing whose minds work best for different things and then you start to quickly like delegate and yeah they're, they're super fun was there a theme to it because i know some of them have different themes uh this stories. one was like yeah a i think we did dungeon. have a theme I just can't remember what the theme was <laughs> it was a dungeon i think it was like some guy i think he was a cannibal uh and if we didn't get out in the hour we were gonna get gassed and eaten oh <laughs> yeah so i guess you guys got gassed and eaten then yeah, <laughs> yeah. wow yeah. but um okay i my interest just goes way too hard on that but <laughs> getting back on topic <laughs> um having worked on you know you guys have had other projects you've worked on what was because you know this one is in front of a screen from what the viewer sees how different was this from anything else you guys have worked on? This has definitely been the first project with this kind of laptop screen uh, visuals. It was, it was, it was odd for me. It just kind of felt like, is this real? This is real acting work. Like <laughs> this is professional quality level stuff. I was very doubtful in the beginning, of course, but I don't know. I was very impressed in the end. Um, yeah. They, well, for me, it was, it was, it was unlike anything that ever I've ever done, obviously like, because it's that weird thing where, like, you know, there's no crew in the room with you. You got someone in in your um, your earpiece and that sort of thing. But we, because we were all set up in our own little um, sets in the one like house, this amazing house, sort of like in like the outskirts of Los Angeles. That you know, um, oh, I don't know, it was it's a quirky house with like hidden rooms and all sorts of stuff. But like we were all set up and we ran through it literally we just ran through the film pretty much like um you know linearly so it was it was kind of crazy like you're just literally running a 110 page script like twice a day um like three times a day sort of thing just going straight through it which was quite quite emotional as well but you also just like you know for me i was just shut in this dark room downstairs you know for two days just going through it so it was it was kind of amazing to like amazingly easy to get immersed in it as well because it felt like by the end it felt like you were just on a skype call that's amazing to me because you know even as a viewer you still picture a whole production team behind whatever you know camera or computer you guys are looking mm. into but so this was really just filmed in some house in front of a computer are you kidding me no so that yeah we, and we literally shot that's like 95 percent of the film in two days that's amazing we were just sitting in a room and like it was a bit different for Stephanie because you had the most on location stuff whereas the rest of us were just sort of like just shut in our rooms 
like AJ um, and my um, room were right next to each other, so we were just shouting out at each other as well in between takes and things and like. But it was, <laughs> yeah, it was it was such a unique thing because you literally once the until you broke for lunch or whatever, you were just shut in your room and that was it. Like it was just like off you go, like. You just sit in there, and like you know. Luckily, my character's snacking a lot as well, so I didn't go hungry. <laughs> but um, yeah, you literally just like yeah, yeah. It it felt like you were in your own little den. Well, I was like, always yeah. wondering who you were, and I realized you were snacking. Oh yeah, I was I was eating constantly. They had to order so they had to order so much food for me because I kept also forget like I'd eat in between takes as well. So they're like, oh, God damn it, Andy, you need to leave some for. Yeah. So how how did you guys feel about playing these roles? um that could possibly happen in real life you know with the the digital age and and does it make you feel any different about the type of stuff you put on the internet and your profiles and things like that uh, I, I definitely put tape over my camera i do oh, that definitely. too <laughs> oh same thing i have to tape over mine too mm. yeah but the one thing is with the with your with the smartphones and stuff like that like you're not exactly going to do it then and like you know that it's more also like, you know, the, the phone is always listening as well. That weird thing when mm-hmm. you're having a conversation about something really obscure and then you go to Google it and it's the first thing that pops up. You're like, really? And that can't be right. that common. Mm-hmm. Or, or like even Instagram like and stuff like that. You've been talking about something in the presence of your phone and then you open up Instagram. It's like these things you might be interested in. You're like, mm-hmm. do you know that? <laughs> that happens watching. more often than, than you realize. Well, no, but it's it's a it's a real thing as well. Like the marketing teams, right. do, like it's not like they're listening the whole time, but there's keywords and right. stuff like that that it picks out. So it'd be so easy for anyone to use all of that, like that access that we give everyone right. in our devices, and how much we put our whole life in there. So easy for people to take advantage if they really wanted to. Absolutely, yeah. That's why I'm always be I'm always careful on what I post with pictures or with family pictures. You know, my pictures of my boyfriend, stuff like that. I definitely prefer to protect everything in my family because I I don't post as much. If I do post, like obviously, if there's a car license, I'm gonna I'm not gonna post any of that kind of stuff, like an address or anything. I'm gonna block all that stuff out. But just why would I? It's just kind of sad that we have to be that careful now because there is dark people out there. You know, they can really do anything. It's just very strange feeling, definitely. I'm the same mm. way. Same way. I put as little as possible onto the internet because just, no. No. It's that funny thing as well, because like, I'm uh, I'm not anywhere near as active on Instagram or Twitter as I, as I should be. But, like, so then people will end up following my family or people around me to try and see what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Sort of things. So, like, my family will get lots of like messages and things, and or if they post a picture of me, then they'll get, um, yeah, mm-hmm. like fans following that way. And so it's 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 amazing. Also, like when I first moved to LA, I was doing a job, like just to to pay the bills, or whatever. It was this job that I could do from Australia? I mean, like for for Australia, but from America because I was only on an O1 visa, so I couldn't get part time work. But I had to fa- like literally Facebook stalk people and write them personalized text messages hmm. so like people would text in and yeah and then like text in a question to like this phone service and you had to it was like ego te- texting i think it's called but it's amazing how easy it was to find you had to find something else something out about them plus list two of their friends or family members to make it like creepy and personal and it was so easy to do what yeah yeah it was kind of crazy so you like 
so and so like you know so and so and so and so know that um, this person's a superstar soccer player or whatever like you'd find something you know on like it's amazing your digital footprint how how far it spreads and how easy it is for someone to find like some article about you in the local paper if they can't find something about you on someone else's facebook page or whatever like you can it's insane because you had to do it really fast as well because you had to try and send these messages off within like three minutes and you could 90 percent of the time do it it's crazy it's scary that that exists yeah that's why i tend to not tag any anybody in the pictures that i post like you know because it it already recognizes the face automatically so i block it most of the time because it has happened in the past you know i did i was on a tv show called switched at birth so it did when it was very popular they would look for my family and they would send mom messages and follow my sister and they would ask for my address. And I'm like, what? It's just really wow. weird. What so I stop being people and just to protect my own family and friends. I just want to respect their privacy at all times. You know, it just, it is very scary. I, I feel, I feel very vulnerable. I'm, obviously I'm deaf. I'm a woman. I, I live alone. It's kind of like, don't need to have that. No, no. Wow. That's crazy that that happens. I mean, you hear about it, but it's like talking to someone with who's actually happened. That's that's crazy. Mm. Uh, we did. I, we usually we have a listener question actually, and it, we usually do those at the end. But this ties into it. Do you guys know if there was any dark web research done for this film? Yeah, I'm sure. Like, I know that Stephen got lots of stories from like different people. I don't know. Like, uh, I think the whole idea kind of was sparked from a conversation he had with someone who, who um, was incredibly knowledgeable with dark web stuff. Um, but yeah, he is an incredibly thorough man. So I'm sure that he did um, tons of research and like just found as many stories and things as he could. Um, yeah. Even, even if it's just out of like that, that yeah. morbid dark curiosity and that sort of thing. Um, but yeah, like I think it all started from, if I remember correctly, started from like a conversation he had with someone about um, some horror story of of, uh, of dark web sort of stalking or or sales of uh, illicit materials. Yeah, I figured there there's so much, and it tied in so well with this, the horror stories we hear about the actual dark web itself. That you know, there there had to be something in there tied to reality. Yeah, well, like. Just the, the human trafficking sort of snuff film nature of it is just so horrific. He did mention that he knows somebody that works for the FBI and that it, it, was, it was a story that actually happened. So I'm sure that some of the ideas were from that too. Yeah, so that, F- that, was, that was the conversation I was trying to remember. Yes. That makes it even scarier, yeah. really. Thinking back <laughs> on it, that stuff like that spawned from some sort of reality. Yeah, it was, it was I think, like loosely based on a, a real life story that he got from this FBI agent friend of his. Yikes. Yes, that's it. Yep. Wow. But um, th- this movie also, I mean, having seen the, the first one, the whole thing from it being paranormal switched. Do you like that idea better than, you know, there's actually people doing this instead of, you know, because paranormal is kind of hard to hang on to as a concept. This was, I feel, much more believable and even scarier because these are real people going around doing this. Yeah, for me, I always find things uh, like uh, I enjoy paranormal sort of um, horror films, but uh, things that are based in reality are always going to scare me more because of the potential of it, um, of it actually occurring. Absolutely, yes. 
I feel it was a bold uh, a bold move because sometimes when in horror uh, paranormal movies you're kind of locked into that, and you know they were brave enough to say you know what let's let's just change it entirely and still make it work. So I I think that caught a lot a lot more people too because paranormal's done a little bit more than it should be nowadays. I think. Yeah, like I um, yeah I I, I find it like I don't know some like paranormal things done done well can be like super creepy and also like because it's so unexplained and 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 that sort of thing like it, it can really linger with you as well and give you that whole like um like a friend sent me a great quote the other day he's like if you ever feel alone just watch a horror movie and you'll always feel like someone's standing right behind you mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah but it is that that oh, like paranormal activity and those sorts of things like that first one I, I didn't watch the sequels but i watched the first one and that one definitely left you with a creepy feeling when you're going to bed all right yeah that does do you like those paranormal type of movies or do you like the more like based on a true story type films uh yeah true true story will usually get me more like like yeah the um i don't know i, I basically will, will enjoy any content though as long as um the if the performances are good the script is good then then i'm in Feel bad, Stephanie really can't enjoy this topic with us because she don't she don't mess with them at all. <laughs> but uh, I mean, I was going to ask you guys your favorite horror movies, Stephanie. Um, what what you know what, what genre do you enjoy? I like action comedy movies. Something that has a positive vibe to it, you know, inspiration, kind of those kind of things. Just that just kind of helps me pro- uh, be proactive in my own life too. Um, I don't know, I just can't stand the scary movies because then I'll just obsess over the tiniest of things from it, you know? Like, I'll get triggers. Like, if from maybe it'll trigger some kind of bad experience that I've actually had. So that's what I just don't like. Valid points. Very valid points. Um, another big thing from uh, the Unfriended movie, two different endings, and you don't know which one you're going to get. Um, was there... How did that go? Like, how did that idea come up? Because that's kind of unique. We haven't seen it in a while, for sure. I, I I actually haven't I I'd say I actually haven't had a chance to see the film yet. So th- what do you mean? There's two different endings. Really? No, there there's two different endings to the to the movie. And Stephanie, I'm, are you aware? They so they added two endings in the in the film just like a month ago, like very recently. Wow. So it was a last minute decision. I know that they added the two different endings, and I'm happy that they did that. It kind of made it more interesting, made more people kind of talk about it more. I thought it was a great idea, in my opinion. I found out by talking to my friend, and we he mentioned the ending. I, what 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 movie did you see? Are we talking about the same movie? And that's how I found out. I had no idea. I was like, whoa! And I looked it up, and so is it literally? It's literally like different cinemas have. Yeah. Like we'll just have a different print. Yep. Yep. You don't know. I, I had no idea. Oh wow! I love that. <laughs> but then, then again, but like, there's always going to be one that you prefer, and like, but then you you won't know if you saw the one that you like better or not. Right. Like, mm-hmm. My friend actually went to go see different, two different films, and then he was able to actually see both endings. Uh, both different endings. He did really enjoy the endings, both of them. But my friend, they could not stop talking about the endings. Like, which one was better? Why was this one better than the other one? So he did have the opportunity to compare and contrast. And that was the point that they wanted for the audience. Kind of give yourself a little theory of they can have their own theories of if it was bad, if it was good, you know, or what if kind of theory. Yeah, I, for sure. Because when I was, you know, obviously you guys are coming on, we're looking stuff up. Um, there was a lot of debate on that. 
And, you know, I had seen the movie before I started researching everything. And, you know, that's when I, I looked it up first and I see people going, this one's better. No, this one's a better one. And it, it adds more. And the more it's talked about, the better. And, you know, I thought it was a great idea. Yeah, is there, is there, is there, does there seem to be a consensus as to which ending people prefer? Uh, yes. Yes. I mean, I noticed a little more for one. I don't know. It, the movie's so new. I don't know if we're really going to go into them. But I don't want to ruin it oh, for yeah, anybody. Yeah, yeah. This is no spoilers. Yeah, it's kind of fresh out. And you know, if anybody maybe didn't know, they can go see it again. And well, I, I, I didn't know. Yeah. yeah. Like, which, uh, I feel like an idiot, but I've, I've been kind of out of the loop now a bit because I've been I've been uh, down on the farm in uh, Melbourne looking after my uh, my dad's cattle. Well, they went away on their fortieth wedding anniversary. Ah. So I've been kind of yeah, off in um off in oh. rural Victoria. I missed the whole thing. Wow, that's crazy how... And, and it, when this movie was announced, it seemed like stuff was coming out fast. And it seemed fast-paced to us as viewers, so hearing it was done the mm. same way... Because I would think that's a big decision, and everybody would know. It's kind of just... They had that idea. It's crazy. Yeah. But I, 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 I think it goes really well with the format as well, that, that there's alternate endings, and there's, like, you know, it just sort of seems to... Um, yeah, it seems to really lean into the into the style of it very well. I love it. Yeah, yeah. Usually you wait for DVDs to come out, and it's kind of expected. But they just threw it. Yeah, kudos to that. That was in the yeah. cinema. It was awesome. Uh, Andrew, do you have? Um, we got um, Stephanie's take on on her movies. Uh, Andrew, do you have a favorite horror movie franchise? <sighs> uh, I used to, um, you know, like like I, I grew up watching, you know, like Scream. The, the Scream movies, and I know what you did last summer, and those sorts of like slasher ones, and uh, um, Halloween, and and that sort of thing. But I love um, oh, what's it called? Yeah, uh, Reanim- Reanimator. Uh, yeah, it's Reanimator. But I love yeah, like like I love Cronenberg films. I know they're not really like horror so much, like um, but that that sort of surreal, like you know, even. Uh, films like The Fly and those sorts of things, and rather than like, I don't, I'm not the biggest fan of jump scares. I like, I like, um, like uh, films that sort of creep up on you and just really make you un. Like, if I'm going to go, what, if I'm going to watch a horror, I want something that's a bit more uh, slow paced and and um, sort of that lingering, creepy sort of vibe, rather than just like the oh, okay, <laughs> like oh, like you know, oh, like yeah. It it was the most recent one that I saw. I think most recent horror, but that, even that, like, there's definitely scary moments, but it kind of felt like a really consistent and predictable kind of pace to it. Like it was like, now we're hanging out with this character, and life is normal. And, oh, a scary thing happens. Now we're hanging out with this character. Life is normal. And, oh, a scary thing happens. Um, like I thought it was still very creepy and like, you know, well done. But um, I don't know. I I, I think um, I like uh, yeah, I like the movies that sort of linger more and it's a slower paced um build on something that creeps you out do you happen to like the texas chainsaw massacre uh i've seen both the original and the remake i I enjoyed them but it is that it's like the the um tropes of horror things where you're like why are you running in that direction like (laughs) yeah like don't go upstairs or don't go and hide behind yeah like um I love the Evil Dead movies. Yeah, I don't know. I'm trying to think of others that, are, that I've seen that I really enjoy. What, what about you guys? What, what, what are your favorite? 
Well, uh, that's why I was asking. I was getting to this because we have this running thing on the show where um, he um, Bones turned it into a fight against Leatherface because he knows it's my favorite movie and mm. character, and his favorite is Leprechaun. So he turned it into a fight, <laughs> and uh, it's escalated. So we always ask uh, guests on the show, who do you like better, Leatherface or Leprechaun? So that's um, if you can answer that. Who would win in a fight, pretty much? No, don't take it there. <laughs> the fight we already ruled was <laughs> out of the question. Uh, Who do you prefer? Uh, uh, I think Leatherface. Ah, yes. Sorry. Died a little bit inside. <laughs> Thank you. Stephanie, are you familiar I, uh, with... I've seen, I've seen that movie, uh, The Leprechaun. Mm-hmm. The Leprechaun. It, I just think it was absolutely creepy. Uh, yes. Super creepy. Yeah. And... Um, I just have I've forgotten the movie. It's been a long time, but uh, I'll take that as a win for. I that think the, the hills the hills have eyes was another movie that um, I thought like the setup of it with all of the footage of like Agent Orange and and um, deformities and stuff after nuclear fallout uh, lent that movie like um, some real clout to like actually like. You know the believability of these this like tribe of sort of hillbilly um, mutants that had just gone absolutely feral. I found that movie incredibly creepy, and <laughs> and because of the because of the setup, because they like like led you into believe the the like the realm of possibility. Um, yeah, especially scary. I yeah, some good ones. Hills Have Eyes is definitely one of my favorites too. But um, yeah. guys, I can't thank you enough. I really appreciate you joining us. We learned a lot today. Andrew, you learned a little bit too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, ignorance is this. Now I can go and see the movie twice. <laughs> there you go. My first time seeing people talk about all scary movies with such a passion like you guys have. You guys just love it. And I don't know. I've never seen people talk about scary movies like that. So it was really interesting for me. That's what I learned. It was nice seeing that discussion. It was awesome. There's something wrong with us. For sure, it's a weird <laughs> thing. Like, but people, I, I get, I, I get people liking horror films as well. Like that, that thing you can be scared in a safe environment and all that. And like, also watching, but I find watching horror films in the cinema is the best thing because you get like that whole crowd reaction. And there's always one person who screams that little bit too loud, and then it breaks the tension and everyone <laughs>, laughs and like you know, like it's right. mm-hmm. yeah, it is a really communal sort of uh, experience when everyone everyone gets involved for sure you know, that 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 on mass um yeah, fright but in a safe environment she, she Stephanie just said it was a it was a it's a different and nice perspective if you think about it that way it is it is there's there are always ways to spin stuff but um do you guys want to yeah. let everybody know where they can get in touch with you uh twitters emails websites whatever you got uh yeah i uh as I said, I'm really not yeah, good on there, but uh, on, I'm on Instagram underscore Andy Lee's underscore. Um, I'm on there more than than Twitter probably. Um, but uh, yeah, you can find. Oh, I'm I'm actually finding Twitter handle now. <laughs> um, yeah, at Andy Lee's eighty five. But... Okay, so for Twitter, it's at Stella. My last name. Naragas. Oh, for Instagram, it's my full name. For Instagrams, are full name, Stephanie Naragas. Okay, there we go. There we go. All right, so thank you guys. Uh, unfriended, 
Still in theaters. Uh, awesome movie. Check it out. Find out the other ending. Go see it twice. Whatever you got to do. And uh, thank guys, thank you so much. We had so much fun with this. Yes, it was nice talking to you both. Yeah, awesome. It's my Great. pleasure. Thanks Absolutely. for having us. Slash Radio. We have a second part. Severa Winyandi. Did I get that right? Windiani. Windiani. So like windy, like the weather. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay, Windy. I I was close. I was close. I think. But uh, how Very are you doing close. today? Good to I am doing well. I'm doing good. Great, great. We're on the another another call with a unfriended dark web cast member. This is still it's still a little weird for us, like the whole Skype thing, and you know it, it didn't work <laughs> out for you guys last oh, time. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it didn't. no. Um, but yeah, uh, I'm super excited to have you on. You by far had the best, um, I guess, kind of room layout. Oh, oh yeah, it was super cool. That was awesome. I had like a whole DJ set going on, and I had. You know, I had record players, you know, in the corner and, and all the that. Lights and that that I seen that and I was like, Oh shit. Wow. That's a setup right there. Oh yeah, it's a whole setup. It's basically my stage. Yeah, we were um did you see the original Unfriended film? You know what? I did and I actually watched it on my laptop and it it, it got freaky. <laughs> it, it I know, it can. What were your your thoughts on the first one? Did you did you see it before you got involved with uh, with the sequel? You know what? I didn't. Um, I only saw it after, and we actually made it a point to see it all together um, at a theater, <laughs> just so we're all able to you know know what we're getting into. But um, what I thought of it, I actually thought it was really it was very well done. It was it was way more than I expected. Um, it was all very real, and, uh, you know, everyone's acting was on point, and so it made it even freakier. Um, mm-hmm. I thought it, I thought it was well done. <laughs> I do, too. I do, too. And we were speaking, uh, speaking before with uh, Andrew and Stephanie, and they kind of told us that this was all filmed in a house, which we had a hard time believing. And, like, how – that's amazing how you guys were put in a room and kind of just told to go ahead and go. Yeah, no, it was it was pretty amazing when we got on set because as soon as, you know, we we even found it how hard to believe that it was all in the same house and then as soon as we got to our rooms everything was so different and it was unbelievable how different it was because each room felt like we were in a completely different place. Um but yeah, we sat in front of our laptops um or our computers and the GoPro cameras were attached to, you know, the top of the um of the computer so it would seem like it was a webcam and we we filmed almost like a play actually that is amazing that's mm-hmm. amazing yeah from a viewer standpoint it's just you know you picture a whole film crew kind of behind <laughs> behind whatever you guys are looking into the camera we we assume and it's just like oh, yeah. wow that's it's really what you see is what you get i think i think it's fantastic because um we it, it basically felt like a Skype thing because we all got to react to each other's reactions. Um, I think that's what made it really simple for us. I was wondering how you all got involved, you know, like um, preparing for the roles, if you guys had spent time like together, because we didn't realize that it was all filmed in the same house. So we were curious about how you, you know, got into the friendship, friendship part of yeah. this, you know. Yeah, um, so we actually had, I, I believe it was 
five days of rehearsal. Um, so it was five days of rehearsal altogether. You know, we just went through the script and everything. Um, and I think the day we actually bonded was when, um, I think it was the second or third day of rehearsal, uh, when Stephen literally had to go to a, a production meeting. And so he came in the rehearsal room and he said, all right, here, I brought Settlers of Catan, which was originally supposed to be the game that we were supposed to play during the movie. And so he was just like, oh, here, I bought um, Settlers of Catan. Why don't you guys play it as your characters? And I'm going to go to this production meeting, you know, bye. <laughs> so we were all just sitting there and we we're like, okay, First, we got to figure out how to play Settlers of Catan. And we actually got this idea of, um, you know, as soon as we played it with our characters, each time we have to trade or something like that, we would ask the other person we were trading with saying, oh, what do you think our you know, relationship is or what our background is? And we kind of just bonded over that. We heard a story about an escape room. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Whose fault was it that you guys were 15 seconds short? Oh, man. You know what? Um, Andrew and Rebecca took the reins on that um, in the escape room. They were really, they were, um, what is it? They were almost quarreling with each other only because um, they both took leadership in that room. Uh, whereas everybody else just kind of looked to, to the side. Oh, like we found a hand over there and like another um, clue over here. But um, I wouldn't say it was anybody's fault. I feel like, I don't know, we were, we were just so close. I feel like it was, um, it was, I feel like it was a lack of team effort. <laughs> <Really>? <laughs> <laughs> Only because two people were leading the game and everyone else just kind of went, okay, I guess they're doing it, not us, you know? Wow, yeah, I, 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 like we were talking about, I, I'm super intrigued by those. I've been wanting to do one, and yeah, you know, I'm based out of New York, and there's a bunch in Manhattan, and I see them, and they are nuts. I want to hear any story about those. Like, I just so intrigued. Was that your first escape yeah. room? It was. It definitely was. Um, it actually freaked me out at first because it was that kind of escape room where you know it was this, um, this girl who got kidnapped and all. You know that entire story. And then what they did was they put these black bags over our heads. And I go, what? What, the, what kind of game is this? And we get brought into this little cage. Right? You know, we couldn't move. We were all so stuck against each other. And we remove our bags. And the first thing we had to do was find a key. <laughs> and it oh, was God. this realistic um, sort of you know, basement setting with one bed. And that bed had a blood stain in the middle. And it was it was just freaky. And then at one point we heard a girl screaming, and we found the girl, and it was a girl to help us with clues. Turns out she was the one being kidnapped. I don't know. It was this entire thing that freaked me out. <laughs> Damn, <laughs> fifteen seconds. That... Yeah, no, we got so mad because we were so close. That you've seen the original. Um, what do you think about the transition the film made from? paranormal to you know just people running around doing it what do you think about did you like a certain way better you know what i do um i do like the way we did it. um i'm not sure if i like it better but it's definitely um intriguing to me the second one the one that we made because um it's such a real life situation like it could it could possibly happen we have no idea what happens in the dark web you know i had no um knowledge of what 
goes on in the dark web. I've heard of it, but I've never really looked into it until, you know, we had a reading for this movie and Stephen kind of educated us about, about all of this. And he's really done his extensive research about it. And um, I feel like what terrifies people about this one is that it's, it could happen to any of us, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. A lot of the reviews, um, or the bad reviews that we've gotten was that it was too real. And I kind of take that as a compliment. <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh-huh. Hell yeah. Kind of leads me to my question. Um, I, I asked them if it affects their approach to the internet and the things they share on their profiles and um, pictures and things like that, because, you know, it's, it's a real life situation. So I didn't know if that, you know, kind of changed the way that you share your life online. I mean, yes. (laughs) Also, I used to bring my phone, um, you know, everywhere, you know, camera uncovered whatsoever. Now I definitely, I mean, I don't, I'm not super paranoid, but at the same time, I am aware of, you know, where my phone is at a certain time or when I'm, you know, showering, I wouldn't want my phone like uncovered in there. You know what I mean? Um, Stuff like that. Definitely. and even my friends are aware of it <laughs> these days. So we had a listener question also that I felt was pretty good, and you you kind of answered it. And I was hoping you could expand on it a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. At Twelve Nights of Hard, did it want us to ask you guys? Um, do you know of any actual dark web research that was done for this film? And what do you think is really going on, kind of in that in the real aspect of it? And you mentioned that there was research done. Do you know? Uh, we heard um, from Andrew and Stephanie, there were actually real stories. Like, mm-hmm. that's crazy to know that there was actual, you know, reality mixed in with what was happening to your characters. Yeah. And so um, I guess what Stephen had outside resources, I'm not really sure whether I'm allowed to say it, but um, it's, you know, he's he's talked with people who have investigated um, stuff in the dark web. Um, mm-hmm. And it's a lot of, you know, stuff like piracy and stuff like, um, what is it? <laughs> Human trafficking and all that. And it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's some pretty, it's some pretty dark stuff <laughs> that I, um, I never want to get into. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't know, man. I, I, I was a big fan of the first movie. I know it kind of got a lot of mixed reviews, but I for sure am a fan of what you guys did in this one because yeah, a paranormal thing. It works for what, you know, to kind of come to a conclusion. The story for it mm-hmm. made sense. I kind of get it. Mm-hmm. But there's nothing like somebody climbing through your window that to scare the shit out of you. Oh yeah, no. There's 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 really nothing like it. I'm I'm definitely <laughs> I definitely close my blinds at night. It's a it's a thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I mean, you you keep answering a lot of stuff that I had down like um, you know, I definitely think the reality had a lot to do with it because you know the, some of these scenes the fact that you can get a compliment in 2018 for being too real is i mean it's gotta feel good oh um, yeah no it definitely does <laughs> yeah i mean damn there's just so many movies out there that kind of stretch it a little too much and then they throw like you know uh tom cruise in it <laughs> and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i mean i i just like something that's chilling and it really hits you hard and i think the first one did that too as stretched of oh, a, definitely, definitely. 
good. Yeah, I mean, like I said earlier, well, before when we had a bunch of people, it's a Skype group, and because of that movie, I sit there and think about it. I got the tape over my camera and all that stuff. And oh yeah, did you know? Apparently, um, I think the Regal Cinemas in um, downtown LA, um, whenever you purchase uh, an unfriended dark web ticket, they actually give you that camera tape. To tape, oh, wow. you know, along with your ticket to tape over your um, phone. I think that was. I think that's hilarious. I think that's great. That's crazy. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. See, I I think the original. I didn't go this far with it, but y- y- like the connection that it makes, where you know it's real stuff that's kind of going on, and um, now they're giving you stuff to. And then the the alternate ending thing. I also was going to mention later on. Um, oh yeah! You know, you guys are just—you kept giving people stuff to talk about and kept grabbing mm-hmm. them and connecting them with it. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's that's pretty cool. They're giving those out. But what did you think about the uh, the alternate endings? You know what? I haven't seen the second ending. I've only seen one. That's okay. Andrew didn't even know they had two endings. <laughs> yeah, and so, so when Blumhouse posted it, I thought I texted Steve and I said, "Um, excuse me, there are two endings." <laughs> Wow. And I'm looking for it. I'm like, which theater are they showing it in? Because even I want to watch it. I need to see the second ending. Well, so which one were... Okay, now this, this is even better because we don't know which one was originally intended. Which one was supposed to be the ending? Okay, so the ending that I think... I don't know if I'm giving any spoilers out. Should I or yeah. should I not? Uh, okay. Warning, I guess, is, is, a, okay. is a good okay. way to this say it. Okay, this is a warning. This is a spoiler. Um, so the the ending that I saw was they um they came in a vote on whether Matthias should live or shouldn't, and then he gets crushed by them. Um, and poor Amaya, not knowing a thing, is also captured in that um basement or, or warehouse looking um area where Erica Dunn seemed to be in. And um, yeah, that was that was basically the ending that I saw. Um, and we kind of left it in the open whenever, you know, we read together, um, during rehearsals or during filming, it was always up in the air. And Stephen was also basically saying, I don't know whether we should end it like this or whether we should end it like this. And I go, okay, well, I can't wait to see it in the premiere. And so I thought it was just one ending, but I guess there's two. (laughs) So I'm excited to see the other one. Hopefully I could find it. Yeah, wow. That cuz um Andrew and Stephanie had mentioned that obviously Andrew didn't even know that, you know, we would think as viewers this is, you know, a pretty big deal. Everybody's going to know and you know, it's been discussed and planned and the pace of mm-hmm. that this movie went on behind the scenes. It seems mm-hmm. like like it, it everything happened pretty fast. It no, it definitely did. I think in a total, I think we we shot in a total of 8 days or something like that. And um, it was crazy because we were actually ahead of schedule. Um, And so everything just kind of happened so fast. And I feel like because of that, there was room to go back and refurbish it and, you know, come up with new ideas and maybe reshoot and all that. Yeah, and it worked out. I mean, uh, just, just, it's like I said, as a listener, this movie kind of defies all laws, uh, not a listener, a viewer. It defies all laws from what we think is, is happening. And what you guys were able to do with, you know, seemingly, you know, less manpower, less technology. Like you show that you don't need CGI on every single movement 
you know, for stuff to be good. Like you can kind of just do your thing with a good story. Oh yeah, definitely. I think um, anything with a good story, whether you have a good camera or um, you know, just an iPhone, it, as long as the story is well done and well put together, it, you know, it'll sell. For sure, for sure. I, I did have one more thing I wanted. I watching this movie, obviously not for you know the movie, but like kind of looking at the feel of you know how the chemistry that you can kind of feel between the cast. What mm-hmm. was it like off the scenes of this project? Because it did seem like you all, you know, you made it feel real and that there's got to be something there that projects off of camera that made that happen. Well, I think, um, I think all our chemistry just, I mean, it basically came from rehearsal. We all clicked and um, we all basically did our homework. And so we would, you know, we would ask each other questions um, in order to figure out our background and all that. Um, it was all, I don't know. I don't know what made it so great. I don't know. They were, were, they were just such fun people to work with. We all just, we have this chemistry during rehearsal, you know, I, I don't know how to explain it. It's just, it was, it was all just there. And it translates, you know, like, cause yeah. from, from what we were, we were, discussing earlier with Stephanie and Andrew, like you guys are just watching each other on a camera and, you know, to, to be able to look at each other and know how to react and bounce off each other like that. That's, that's, that's not easy. There was no ego. There was, it was all just fun. And uh, we were able to improvise on camera and, you know, between takes, we would joke around with each other on camera (laughs) while we were technically still on a Skype call and they would record it sometimes, you know? It was all just, um, it was fun and games, yeah. Hopefully that'll find the like a Blu-ray set or something. Maybe you guys will like bloopers and stuff. That would be pretty cool. Exactly. I've been telling Stephen. I was just like, you better put those in the bloopers. <laughs> I would for sure watch that. I'd look forward to that if I knew that was happening, honestly. Because that's the thing, too. There's a lot of downtime, too. Like, in a normal movie... If you're not speaking, you're usually off camera. So it's like you're still there. Yeah, exactly. You're in your trailer. Or... Exactly. And whenever we're not on camera, we're in our green room where we basically bond. <laughs> so um, have you always liked horror? Is this, um, you know, um, your first kind of, you know, branching into it? And do you have a favorite horror movie? Uh, I, I absolutely love horror (laughs) i've read horror books i like horror books and murder books i've i've been reading since i was little um i don't know why i've always been intrigued by it my favorite horror movie oh my goodness um oh my god it really it really really is a tough one um i think the conjuring has a really good story um (laughs) I think I, I think it I think it does. <laughs> what? No, you don't like it? I just, we just did an episode on Conjuring last week, and I just got done shitting all over it. Oh really? Oh my yeah, god! Yeah, I don't like it. Oh, I like well, the tapes. I... <laughs> That's about yeah, it. No, you're you know thinking what? about the wrong one, Bones. Conjuring. Oh, we Conjuring did Sinister Danny last Brooke. week. Yeah. Okay, yeah, no, I shit on Conjuring too, though. We did that like a month or two ago. Yeah, I did mix them up. Oh, okay. All right. I haven't yeah. seen the second one. Um, let me see. I'm trying to think of, because I'm also, um, huh. 
You know, I am a sucker for Nightmare on Elm Street. I do uh, like that. <laughs> that might be my number one. That might be it. It's, it's a classic. <laughs> it's a good one. Are you are you familiar with the Leprechaun franchise? No, I'm not. What is yes. that? What? <laughs> really? Are you, are you familiar with Texas Chainsaw Massacre? Um, I remember seeing the first one. But I don't think I've... There's a second one, right? I haven't seen the second one. There's several. There's several, yeah. Oh, there's several. Okay, I've only <laughs> seen the first one. Because, <laughs> uh, you know, me and Bones have a running argument on the show of who's better, Leatherface or Leprechaun. So um, we we had asked the question to um, Andrew and because uh, Stephanie didn't like horror. But um, <laughs> uh, so... She's not a fan. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta ask you, if you were to choose a character, who would you choose? Leatherface or Leprechaun? Fair. Yeah, it is. Well, I I don't know Leprechaun. Tell me about Leprechaun. He's a scary guy, man. He's a scary dude. He's he's a Leprechaun. Okay. He's a, okay. <laughs> Legit. All right. Um, he, Jennifer Aniston was in the first one. I'm... I'm gonna I'm gonna have to go with Leprechaun. Oh shit! Only because, I, only because I, I I'm trying to imagine, you know, a Leprechaun trying to kill me or something like that, as opposed to you know Leatherface. And I'm thinking, no, I, I have to say Leprechaun. <laughs> I'm gonna email you a picture for when we get done with this or whenever you see That's it. That's the first one that he's gotten since we've asked that question. So. No way! You know what? I'm gonna look it up right now. I'm gonna see what Leprechaun looks like. Ah, there we go. Okay, we okay. We're gonna get a live reaction to Leprechaun. All right, we're gonna we're gonna get a live reaction. Let me see. All you gotta do is put Leprechaun movie. He'll come right up. Leprechaun movie. Okay. Leprechaun movie. All right. Oh no, that's that's definitely freaky. Yeah. No, I, I definitely say Leprechaun. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh, man. He's losing so bad. You're my favorite guest. I feel like I could kind of deal with Leatherface, but this Leprechaun, I feel like because it's also fresh to me, it's, uh, no, I wouldn't want that. <laughs> you know, everybody makes fun of him. He's like, oh, he's a short Leprechaun, blah, blah, blah. I say, all right, you know what? Wake up in your bed at 3 o'clock in the morning and not standing in oh, your room. No. See you I mean, shit all you have pants. to do is kick him and he's gone. Yeah, so okay. Not like, you'll do that. Yeah. I mean. She's a hater. She's a hater. I feel, like, I feel like I'd freeze up if I see something like that because it's so out of the ordinary as opposed to Leatherface, which I'm like, I mean, human being wearing, like, in. <laughs> but leprechaun you may not even see off the edge of your bed you know because he's You're you know exactly exactly i uh, no, don't agree with that don't agree with that <laughs> but no he is a freaky little guy you should watch the movie someday it's it's, it's the first movie. one's good we're opening eyes here see the leprechaun you severe you're the seriously the first person to say leprechaun on the show i appreciate it so that's, much that's insane to me Maybe go. it's because I'm so used to Leatherface. I don't know. He's kind of boring, isn't he? No. Well, the thing is, it's it's crazy because I've I've worked, um, you know, Halloween Horror Nights in Universal Studios. I've worked that for two years, and I feel like ah. I've been surrounded by a lot of Leatherfaces. I'm kind of phased by it. <laughs> Damn. All right. How do you like working at um, um Horror Nights? How's that? Yeah. Horror Nights. Oh man, the hours are awful. But you know what? 
I love scaring people. So it takes off. What do, what you, do you do like, there? Yeah. Stories. Um, well, you know what? It was really funny because last year I was put in the Blumhouse maze and I got to be a purger. And so, um, funny enough, I worked with Blumhouse for this movie. <laughs> wow. Um, yeah. I know. What a coincidence. But um, yeah, I was, a, I was a purger. And then the year before that, I was a killer clown. And so I had this, you know, they had to make put clown makeup on me and I had a baseball bat and... I did all sorts of freaking stuff. <laughs> Which one did you like more? Did you like the, you know, the, you know, because the clown is kind of expected, but the purge is kind of new and, mm-hmm. you know, kind of crazy and yeah. chaotic. You know what? I used to have a, a fear of clowns. And so I definitely, and then I got put in a clown maze. And so I think that was more exciting for me because I got to face my fear kind of thing. It was definitely That's true. an experience. Yeah. Yeah, because I was surrounded by dead clowns and live clowns and crazy clowns and all that. <laughs> it freaked Holy me out. Holy shit. <laughs> oh, yeah. Wow. Well, at least you got to yeah. take out some frustration of it on some poor innocent yeah. teenagers <laughs> or went in. You know what? You see, and drunk guys and all that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure there's a lot of those. Oh, yeah. Uh, but, Samira, we can't thank you enough for joining us. We really appreciate yeah. it. Thank you for thank having you so- me on here. I had a lot of fun with you guys. No, we yes, had thank fun you too. so much. Um, let everybody know where they can get in touch with you. Yeah, definitely. Um, so I'm on Instagram. You could find me under Severe Windiani. Um, I don't really use Twitter, but you could also find me under the same username. <laughs> okay. And that is it. All right, all right. Unfriended, dark web, still in theaters. Go find you. Go get yourself another another ending if you haven't seen it. You still got to see that too, Severe. Yes. Exactly. See both endings. Okay, there we go. A little bit yeah. unfriended there. Dishmay. Dishmay. Yeah. It was a uh, very dark um, yeah. take to the film. Yeah, they gave a lot of stuff it. that we didn't realize would happen during filming and how they, you know, connect us characters and stuff like that so it was great to hear this insider type of you know information yeah yeah they they definitely brought some stuff that was uh off the cuff a little bit they gave us a little peek behind the behind the screen and the escape rooms and stuff that was good things to know that we don't realize as well hell yeah man they just went as a crew to escape like that that's awesome that's awesome right. we'll have to go to one but oh, dear I'm like, I don't trust going with you because you're not that I'd, bright. I'd so. throw you at a zombie so fast <laughs> and just turn around and leave. <laughs> what makes you think there's going to be zombies in there? Oh, they have zombie ones. Oh, okay. I'm just right. throwing you at it for two Fair seconds enough. in. Yeah, you're okay. gone. Yeah, okay. I'd be like, all right, now get the fuck out of here. We can figure <laughs> this out. <laughs> you wouldn't be able to make it out without me, so sure you're going to need me there. I'm the brains. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, if you say so. Uh, I, I believe so. Mm. Excuse me, okay. dismay. Yeah, okay. What sound effect you got? I see you looking. God damn it. Yeah. Excuse me, dismay. From me. Okay. I am, uh, I'm very sophisticated. Okay. Yeah, that's you. Yeah, that's sophistication. You right. Why don't you have you to put the long the one? Like, you want have a shorter one and just be done with it? It'd be obnoxious. Wait, wait for it. Yeah, there you go. 
That's all I hear when you talk, by the way. That's all you sound like to me. Good. Good. But anyway, uh, thank you to, to Andrew and uh, and Savira and Stephanie and, and Ashley for coming on and helping us. I, I, we really appreciate them. That, that was great. That was fun. You know, it's a new movie. It's fresh. You guys can still go see it. Unfriended, Dark Web, in theaters now, alternate endings. So, whichever theater you go to, which sees what you get. Yep. And then see. talk amongst your friends and find out, you know, and kind of piece it together and, you know, talk about which one you think works well, more better with the, with the storyline. Fuck your friends. Talk to us about it. And slash your ra- <laughs> at slash your radio on Twitter. We'd like to hear as well, of course. Talk to us about it. The phone lines are down today. I didn't mention that in the beginning. Sorry about that. Interviews, we can't have you, you bastards calling in. Hmm. Can't have it. Especially Sorry. Todd from Alaska. <laughs> <laughs> Todd from Alaska is welcome at any time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, yeah, so I think that's it for this week. We gave you guys a lot. We mm. gave you guys. Oh, we got, we got some shit. We got some shit coming up. Yes, we do. We got some yeah. shit coming up this May. Go ahead and pull it out. Go ahead and you pull want, it out. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey, pull, hey, pull it all the way out. Hey, there, boy. <laughs> hey, there, boy. <laughs> um, oh, let me look at that schedule. Look, he don't even this remember. Is... We got a lot of shit, man. Yeah. Okay, we got we got some things. We got some things. This episode's dropping on the 7th at night, so you're 7th, 8th of August. Okay, so we have Javier Botet. He's coming on next week. Slender Man. He plays Slender Man in the new Slender Man movie. It will be out on the 10th, so, I mean, if you don't, if you don't want to risk any spoilers listening next week, go see that shit this weekend, man. It's coming out the 10th. We'll be in theaters through, you know, our episode comes out Tuesday. So you got plenty of time. Go see it. Got Slender Man on. Mm-hmm. Slender Man. And then we have Diane Franklin. She played in Amityville Horror 2. That Possession? The possession, yeah. Yeah, that's what it was. Okay, The Possession. That's right. Which is and one of my favorites of the series. Like, that's a great, a great one. Great um, Amityville. I'm a sucker for anything Amityville, really. I love the Ryan Reynolds one. I love the original. Mm-hmm. I love this one. You know, it just... It doesn't get old to me. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. It's just one of those that, you know, still stands the test of time. Because the story itself is just crazy. And she's in, the you know, the upcoming Amityville Murders film as mm. well. So, looking forward to that. Hell yeah, man. I didn't even know... That was a thing until recently. I was like, oh, shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, damn. Bring Can't wait one. for that. Hell yeah. So maybe she'll be able to tell us a little bit about that. A little bit, a little something, something about that. Yep. So yeah. we got a lot on deck here. We're got a lot of things. We're and it out these next couple of weeks here. We ain't done yet. I ain't done yet, Dismay. Oh, okay. You're still going. We ain't okay. done yet. It's still right. going as mortis. Oh, okay. <laughs> we got to get all this. Come on oh, now. Okay. Pull it all out, then. Pull it all out, baby boy. <laughs> uh, next week, Freddy vs. Jason anniversary and Slasher Radio's got you. We're doing special episode, bonus episode. Who else? Who's doing more? 
<laughs> I mean, for real, who's doing more? You can't keep up. They, they can't, can't keep, keep up. up. Can't I'm keep having up. trouble. I don't care up. what they say, what they say they're doing, or what they're gonna do. Or no, we're doing it right now. So hey, hey, yeah, yeah. hey, what? What listen you got? to me, listen what to me. You <laughs> Ain't nobody. Ain't nobody, nobody doing it like us. Nobody. Ain't nobody. Nobody. Yeah. Nobody. And if you think somebody is, don't do it. What a beautiful pussy you are. <laughs> and then play the next one. Go ahead, because we're we're doing. Oh, we're doing oh, shit. oh! You want? We're doing okay. Shit. Yeah, yeah. Tear it up. Oh yeah, we do it weekly, baby. <laughs> Tear it up. Tear it up. <laughs> Shout out to my sharp. Uh, anyway. Yeah, so Fred, we may have a little surprise for you on that Freddy vs. Jason thing. Oh. Mm. Yeah. Oh. You can catch me on Twitter. At Mikey's Den. You can catch the show. Come to our Twitter. You know, check us out. At Slasher Radio on Twitter. That's the main hub. I like that word. Hub. Mm. Hub. Hubba hubba. Hubba hubba. <laughs> uh yeah, you can catch us slasherradio.com. Um yeah, dismay. You can catch me at <laughs> dismay zero zero. Don't forget the ball sack on the end. It's a zero zero there. Um people have forgotten it before, so it's at dismay zero zero. Dismay ball sack uh dismay ball sack yeah. <laughs> This oh, made wow. ball sack okay, on that Twitter boy. Songs out of it. Okay. This made ball okay. sack. Making songs now. Okay. Can't forget oh, that okay. sack, that big hairy coin purse. <laughs> Don't forget it. <laughs> Whatever. It stinks a little to the left. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> oh Lord. Okay. So we need to put this guy to sleep. So. Um... This may. What? Who the hell's that? that? Just came in here. Oh shit. Dick. Balls. <laughs> oh, look at this. Look at my screen. Okay. Bobby answered me. Uh-huh. Can you see? Yeah. This yeah. This is what he sent yeah. me. Oh, no. Oh, no. This is what he fucking sent me. No. No. See that? 
terrible. Yeah, I see it. That's enough. <laughs> see it? Yeah. That is awful. Why is his butthole so puffy? Because <laughs> it's been banged out. <laughs> it's been banged out. That's probably Corn Pocket's butthole. <laughs> Look at that. Said no, that. I've seen... Uh, what? The c*** is still in the oh. screen. <laughs> What's the... Hold on, look, look, look. Oh, Lord, yeah, I got it. Okay. <laughs> he said, I, he goes, I meant to send the winking emoji. What an oh, asshole. <laughs> oh, man. That's terrible. My ass hurts. My ass hurts. I don't want to sit here. My ass hurts. Is that your butthole on that screen, actually? That, that ain't my butthole. <laughs> yeah. That, that ain't my butthole. I think it is. No, That's it's why not. it hurts right now. Um, I think if so. my butthole looked like that, I'd be in a fucking hospital. I think so. Uh, <laughs> no. Oh dear. He's God. ready for it again, too. Yeah, he's begging for it. <laughs> Still hard and all. <laughs> God bless.